Good evening, everyone. Today, I am going to talk about, so what are the most common types of empaths? And which one are you? The first one I will talk about is the physical empath. With physical empath, it's the backache one day and the next day a stomachache, depression, panic disorder, and many other health problems that medication just can't seem to resolve. Does this sound familiar to you? As a physical empath, you don't have a protective barrier and you don't know how to protect yourself. And because of that negative emotional energy will manifest into physical pain. Most people find empaths to be loved by people, but with physical empaths, they become annoyed with them. And the reason for that is They are always sick and it doesn't matter how sick they truly are. They are mostly called hypochondriacs and doctors usually find nothing wrong with them no matter how sick they claim they are. And the reason for that is the emotion is taking on the mask of sickness. And we all know that a doctor doesn't diagnose an emotion, but an illness. Sometimes that you may be a physical empath is you often feel overwhelmed by the world and have no desire to go outside. You're always tired and suffer from symptoms that doctors cannot explain. Hostile and angry people make you feel so worn out and exhausted. You feel sick tired and uneasy around a crowd of people. So you try to avoid them. Your friends and family label you as way too sensitive. And people with bad energy make you sleepy and want to sleep. Then you have the emotional empath. With emotional empaths, you don't feel with five fingers. It is more like you have 50 fingers and feel things 10 times more than others. You absorb every emotion they are exposed to. As an emotional empath, it is difficult for you to be in a relationship because you get so caught up in the other person that you lose yourself. And because of this, you get so drained that you need to spend a lot of time, a lot of alone time to process through it and recharge. You are so good at hiding your emotions because you don't want to feel like a burden to others, but you also really don't know how to feel because you are so absorbed in another's emotions. You may feel that sometimes you just want to turn your phone off and hide because you cannot handle the emotional overwhelm that comes with long conversations with family and friends. Problems. Emotional empaths are like a sponge. You soak up everything that is around you. And then you have the intuitive empath. You seem to know how to discern between your feelings and other people's feelings. One major challenge that empaths have is connecting so strongly with another's feelings that you start to take on their feelings as your own. And because of that, the negative energy of another pollutes your inner world. It is so easy for you to become the people they are around by because you absorb their energy with so much intensity. So what I mean by this is when an angry person is nearby, then the empress is usually angry. And when a sad person is close by, then they are sad. But with an intuitive empath, you don't have this problem. You are so in touch with who you truly are, and you can quickly determine the emotion of another person is not yours. So the emotions of others do not phase an intuitive empath. You still deeply empathize with the feelings of another, but you are just better able to control the barrier they could create between yours and the other person.
Then there are Earth Empaths. And this one and the next one I talk about are more of who I feel I am. As an Earth Empath, you get a headache when it's a full moon. Or, or do you get a headache when it's a full moon? Can you sense when a natural disaster is about to happen? Then you most likely are an earth empath. You seem to have a strong connection to the earth's core. When around a waterfall, the rush and flow of it can make you very excited and energize you. The same goes with the toxin from the pollution in the air can make you depressed, exhausted, or even sick. You can feel when the earth is changing in your body, and you draw energy from the sun and moon. Your body seems to have a very intimate connection with the earth, and it helps sustain and nourish you. Earth empaths are well known for their for to suffer from seasonal affective disorder, SAD. This is where depression kicks in when the days start to get shorter. The elements in the universe feel like your family. The stars and the moon are your very own companions. Do you ever look up into the night and just long to be way up there in the heavens dancing around with the stars? Do you feel drawn to just sit out under the moonlight rather than going out with your friends? As an earth empath, you feel the love of the earth. You do not like the way people treat nature when they litter, cut down trees, or pour pollution and oil into the seas and oceans. And you get deeply hurt by the destruction of the planet. When the earth feels pain, it groans in agony, and you can hear it and connect with it. As earth empaths, you are well known to have premonitions about natural disasters. You truly love connecting with the earth by walking barefoot in the grass and sand, and you love swimming in the lakes, rivers, and oceans. You, as an earth empath, can tune into earth's vibrations by asking it, asking how it feels and waiting for any intuitions you can tap into. Then there are animal empaths. As an animal empath, you have a great love for animals and can communicate with them in a unique way. During medieval times, you were not seen in a good way. If you had a connection with animals and nature, this was more so if a person had a specific view about animals or nature that didn't go along with the church. It was a really common thing for people who loved animals to be accused of witchcraft or demonic possessions. Could you imagine not being able to show love and affection for our beloved animals? Animal empaths love to live a life of isolation. You don't really care to be around people and spend a lot of your time alone. Animal empaths recognize the mental state and emotions of animals. What is so interesting, though, is all animals express themselves differently. From dogs to cats to bears, they all express themselves differently. Have you ever noticed how animals will come to you, but not others? This is one thing that has stand, stood out to me. I could be walking, and there could be a stray cat, stray dog. You know, it, I can get out, and most of the time, they come straight to me. I've had deer just stop in the middle of the road and just sit there. And, and I can walk up pretty close to them sometimes too, you know, rabbits. It's not just tame animals, it's the wild ones too, and it's, it's weird. But yeah, animal empaths oftentimes become animal behaviorists or 
ethologists, animal empaths connect with their emotions and it's not uncommon for them to be vegetarian or vegan because of this. Some empaths have even said that meat tastes like pain and fear that the animal felt when they were being killed. I don't know. I've never had that part happen to me, but I do know as a child, whenever my family would go deer hunting or rabbit stew, I would cry and cry and cry for the fact that they killed a living animal. Even in Mexico when I was there a few years back when they killed the chicken, I cried. And they, you know, they laughed at me, but I guess I never looked at it this way that, you know, I mean, I never tasted the pain and fear, but maybe there was something there that I felt and I just never really went into that. Then you have the plant empath. Do you find it? You have a green thumb and love plants, trees, and flowers. If you do, then you are most likely a plant empath. You can connect deeply with their needs. Plants start to wither on the inside before it shows up on the outside. As a plant empath, you sense when a plant is in need before any leaves start turning brown because you can connect with its spirit. Plant empaths can communicate with the plants. You then can tell what the plant is in need of. You also have an attraction to the mountains, woods, waterfalls, rivers, and seas. You feel as if you are one with nature when out in it. Plant infants oftentimes have plants and trees as a friend and companions as children. Have you ever gotten upset and ran outside to, to talk to your favorite tree? Going out into nature seems to comfort you whenever you are in distress. You love climbing the trees and hugging them. You bring out the they they bring out the best or you bring out the best in the plants because of your ability to tune into them. And plants draw positive energy from you. Plants will respond to your presence and touch. You often become gardeners or landscapers, floral arranging and garden design. You will function at your best when you are connected to nature. Many years ago, people were at one with nature. They would honor and regard them as intelligent and aware. aware. Shamans would carry messages between the plants and the spirit world. My grandmother, I believe, is a plant. She's just got that green thumb. And then... There is the psychometric empath. This type of empath has the ability to receive memories, energy, and much more from the physical objects, such as photographs, clothing, and jewelry. You can also connect certain events or situations with an impression with physical objects. You can absorb the energy of a certain physical object, place, to gather useful information. So now that you know the most common forms of empath, which one do you think you are? Is it a plant empath? An animal empath? Um, 
I don't forgot that quickly. <laughs> or the other ones that are here, the Earth Empath. Which one do you believe that you are? I will see you all tomorrow to talk more about being an empath. Have a great day, guys.